Hi, I'm Phil Newman and welcome to the Impact Online podcast. We are so glad you're here. Well, hey everyone, here we are, the year of growth on every front. Thank you again for your generosity towards Heart of Impact. We are in a great season as a church and our series that we're unpacking, Isaiah 61, Overflow, the fact that each one of you are anointed and appointed to be used by God with a great call, a great destiny, the feedback, the sense of God moving, God speaking, God transforming and God releasing people. It's absolutely encouraging to me. Grab your Bibles, turn to Isaiah 61. Today we are going to go another layer deeper. Isaiah 61, it says this, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me. Everyone shout me. It's important to remember that you are anointed, not other people, not the special people, not the people with a certain title, not the people with a certain education, but God has anointed you for his work. It says, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. Today, we're going to speak about the fact that we are all anointed, each one of us anointed to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour, the year of the Lord's Favor. Every night in our house, our family says prayers with our daughter before we go to bed. And we pray for mummy, we pray for daddy, we pray for our two dogs, and we pray for Suki, and we pray, 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 pray for everyone in church. And then every night we say, Amen, and then we say, Favor. And we put our hand on each other and we go, Favor, favor, favor. And it's a bit of a running joke, but it's also a very, for Tam and I, an important moment that we're teaching Suki that. We are all called, and she has on her life, God's incredible, gracious, uh, unmerited, absolutely blessing of favour. You know, in your life, I want to proclaim to you today that you've got the year of the Lord's favour available to you. Now, far smarter people than me, maybe some of you watching will be able to in detail unpack what the year of the Lord's favour is, but essentially what it is in Leviticus in the Old Testament, there God set up a precedent of the year of Jubilee or the year of the Lord's favour. And it was that every 40, uh, 49 years would go past of marketplace trading and people's relationships and people going out and people coming in and the ebbs and flows of relationships, the ebbs and flows of business, the ebbs and flows of society. People's lives would go on for 49 years. And then in the 50th year, God said, I want you to have a year of Jubilee. And in that year of Jubilee, everything was reset. It is literally a social, economical, and relational year of reset. And in this year of Jubilee, everyone would take the year off. Everyone would cancel debts. Profitable people would give their profits. Everyone would return to their original tribe or clan or family. And it was a year where everyone in society reset. 
So what does that have to do with Isaiah 61? And what does that have to do with Jesus and his promise and his way of doing kingdom that we're a part of? Well, he says the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on each one of us to bring that same grace and promise of favour and reset into our lives. You know, Jesus, he came and offered us grace, came and offered us redemption, came and offered us a brand new beginning. He literally offers humanity, you and I, each and every person, the year of God's favour. He offers each one of us a brand new start. He says, I want you to reset. You know, I'm, I kind of like technology, kind of like that space. I kind of enjoy going down the rabbit hole of all technology and making sure it syncs and making sure it works. And although I'm really into it, I'm already out of date with some of this new stuff. But, you know, step number one, for those of you who don't understand technology, step number one, have you tried turning it off and on again? That does wonders. Turn it off turn it back on again, and then even worse, sometimes you need to do a factory hard reset. What's happening is you are wiping all the bugs. You are wiping all the things that have crept in and polluted and taken up space and taken up uh, computing processing room and taken up all the stuff and all the space and stopped things running as well as they were originally designed to run. The year of Jubilee, the year of the Lord's favour, what Jesus' message is on the cross is let's do a big reset. Let's put things back to the way they were originally designed to run. Let's make this fresh again. In Leviticus 25.10, to make it absolutely clear for each one of us, it says, proclaim liberty throughout the land. See, liberty, freedom, favor, this message of a fresh start, this message of a brand new beginning. It's not for a select few. It's to be declared throughout the land. It's all of our message. It's all of our job in school, at work, at home, at study, at church, in every relationship to live with this message coming out of our lives that everyone can have a fresh start. You know, it really was the fact that people would stop working, stop striving, stop manufacturing, stop pressuring and return to a place of rest. In the year of Jubilee, people would cancel debts, whether they were a short-term debt or a long-term debt. Everyone had the opportunity to start again. And every relationship was restored. You could go home to the place that you came from, no matter why you left. You know, in your life, I want to say to you, and remind you and reassure you that what Jesus offers you is a fresh start. You have the year of the Lord's favour. You have the year of Jubilee. You have a brand new beginning through the work of Jesus on the cross and the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. You can start fresh. You can do a factory reset and get rid of all the bugs and the things that have taken up space and corrupted your programming and causing you to live in a spiral, live in a rut, live in a trap. You have the year of the Lord's favour. You have the year of Jubilee. You can start again today. In 2 Corinthians 5, we read this. Therefore, if anyone, everyone shout anyone. 
If anyone, even the most jaded, skeptical, what we would call messed up, loaded with baggage, burdened, fatigue, messed up person, if anyone is in Christ, in other words, if anyone has brought their stuff to Jesus and said, I need saving, I need help, I need a fresh start, I need Jubilee, I need the year of the Lord's favour. If anyone is in Jesus, well, the new creation has come. The old has gone and the new is here. It's what Jesus does for us and the Spirit of God we read in Isaiah 61 anoints us to be a messenger of that, to breed a culture of that in our everyday life. So I think I just want to unpack for a few moments a few things that I think this revelation, this truth, this culture, it demands of us if we are to really live in a new start and foster new starts in the people's lives around us. Number one, a new start, the year of the Lord's favour, it requires grace. It requires grace. We all know that song, and I'm not going to sing it today. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. You know, I once was this, but now I'm this. I once was headed down this road, but now I'm on this road. This was my path in life, and now this is the direction of my life. I once was this, but now I'm this, not because I changed, not because I did anything, not because I tried harder, not because I performed better, not because I did things, but because of His grace. Grace changes our lives. In 2 Corinthians 12, we read that God says, my grace is sufficient. You know, religion would say, all right, if you're going to kind of get into this grace stuff, you've at least got to work still along with it. You've still got to perform better, fix up things, work harder, uh, fix up this, modify that behaviour, change things. But that's the message of religion. The message of the gospel, the message of relationship with the Father through Jesus is behaviour follows grace. That the revelation of His grace changes everything about our lives. Now, in, uh, when we think about grace and we think about in Leviticus, the year of Jubilee, for, for 49 years, people could accumulate debt and everyone did. People would accumulate debt, have uh, debts they owed. And when it came to property, livestock, relationships, there was this whole lot of debt in it. But in the 50th year, all that debt was forgiven. And here's the thing. For some people, they had got fresh debt in year 48. For some people, they had got debt as old as year one. But everyone got grace for a fresh forgiveness of debt when it came to the year of the Lord's favour. You know, in your life, no matter how new your debt is, no matter how old your debt is, you have enough grace to wipe your slate clean. What you've done today, there's enough grace for it. But what you've secretly done years ago that you still carry a sense of judgment or condemnation or anchoring to, you've got enough grace to set you free of what happened all those years ago. Number one, 
you have enough grace. The year of the Lord's favour says, I want to give you a fresh start. I want to give you unconditional, unmerited, undeserved favour. That's the message of grace when it comes to the year of the Lord's favour. Number two, you, uh, the year of the Lord's favour requires trust. You know, it is sometimes a very scary thing to have a new start, have a fresh start. I'm a planner, you might be a planner. We all, whether a planner or not planner, we all have expectations. And how great is it when our expectations are not met? Or even worse, how great is it not when our expectations are messed with? When we thought things would roll out in a certain way, at a certain time, with certain people, and into that situation, God says, I want you to do something new. It takes a lot of trust. It takes a lot of faith. It takes a lot of boldness to say, I thought it would happen this way, but Lord, you're asking me to believe in this way. You, I thought it would happen in this time with these people, in this way, in this method, with these safety scaffolding mechanisms in place. And God says, no, 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 trust me. Get out of the boat, walk on the water, believe me afresh. Friends, in your life and my life, the year of the Lord's favour, it requires grace that God can do it, but it requires radical trust that He's in control. A quick reminder, by the way, that God is a much better God than you and I. God is a much better God than you. And if you will trust Him, if you will step out and believe Him, you'll see Him do great things. Number three, the year of the Lord's favour, it takes generosity. It takes generosity. You know, we look at the year of Jubilee and look at the year of the Lord's favour. It's obviously exciting to, be, to see the fact that people's debts were forgiven. But you know what else happened in that season, the year of Jubilee, is it wasn't just that people's debts were forgiven, but people's profits were given. Debts were forgiven and profits were given that the prosperity and the blessing that people had experienced, what was asked of them in the year of Jubilee was to sow it, not to hoard it and carry it into a new season, but to actually realise that they had arrived at this point in a place of blessing and were asked in that season, expected in that season to sow, give, bless, invest, Last year, we called, as this, we called our year as a church the year of seed, and there was a radical culture revelation in our church of blessing. The year of the Lord's favour is a message of grace, trust, and a message of generosity. In 2 Corinthians 9, it says that he provides seed to the sower, that the revelation of identity that I am a sower, it's what attracts the seed. The year of the Lord's favour will ask you to be bold and generous, to not be closed-handed with your blessing, but to be open-handed and kingdom-minded with what God has done in your life. So as we live in this new beginning, keep giving, keep sowing, keep tithing, keep partnering, keep being a kingdom person. Say, Lord, I'm going to continue to be a sower and it's in that sowing that I will see your favour flow in my Life. Number one, grace. Number two, trust. Number three, generosity. And lastly, the year of the Lord's favour, the year of Jubilee, it requires kindness. 
Our daughter, Suki, her name is S-U-K-I, and when she was born, I came up with this acronym, it's super daggy, but I say it with her every day. S-U-K-I, super-powered, unstoppable, kind, and irresistible. At the moment, we've kind of been sitting in the, to discussing the word kind. And as a family, we want to make kindness one of our cultures, kindness one of our expressions that we give, when we look after friends, when we relate to people, we talk to Suki about the fact that we are kind. And in that now, she's uh, discussing and understanding and asking some uh, very existential questions about how other people behave and how other people talk to her and how other people relate to us and she's saying, well, why, why aren't they kind? And we're no, no, we're not gonna be judgy in our kindness. We're just as a family, uh, we are kind. That's one of our values. It's how we relate to people. We can't control other people, but as a family, we're gonna be kind to which she says, wouldn't it just be easier if everyone was kind? Wouldn't it just be easier if everyone was kind? To which I say, let's put that on Instagram Let's put that online, let's tweet that and say yes. See, the year of the Lord's favour is ultimately an expression of God's kindness to us and our kindness to each other. A fresh start, a new beginning, it's not something that's earned, it's not something that's forced, it's not something that's demanded, it's something that is given. It's an expression of God's kindness to humanity and our kindness to each other. If today you know that in your life it's time for you to receive a fresh start when it comes to your sin. We've all sinned. I've sinned. You've sinned. We all have mistakes. We all have a mess. Each one of us are all a mess who need saving. We've all sinned and we need a saviour and that is the message of Jesus. And when Jesus died on the cross and rose again, he didn't offer condemnation. He didn't offer more judging. He didn't offer more uh, putting you down. He didn't offer more religious works. He offered you kind grace. And if you in your life today need to get your life right with God and ask him for forgiveness, receive his kindness, I want to pray with you today. Maybe you once have prayed this prayer, but for whatever reason, you've walked away from him today. I want to pray for you that you get your life right with Jesus. Let's pray together. Lord, I thank you for every person who needs to get their life right with you. I pray, Lord, that your forgiveness and your grace would flood their hearts and minds, that they would understand that they have a fresh start through Jesus. The work of the cross may it be eternal and may it be permanent. And I thank you, Lord God, for your forgiveness, your grace and your love in our lives. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen. Hey, God bless you as you live in your faith and live in that grace. And for us all, let this be a constant reminder that we have the year of the Lord's favour, that we have grace, trust, uh, we have generosity and we have kindness. The year of the Lord's favour, it's available to each one of us each and every day. God bless. Thanks for listening to our Impact Online podcast. We release a new episode every week and you can access all our podcasts and videos via our website. Visit impactchurch.me for lots of extra resource. We'll see you next time at Impact Online.